What's up, Greg? Today we are continuing our journey through the Disney Channel original movies, and this time we are covering an absolute classic. We are talking about the most iconic and beloved Disney Channel classic about kids learning the power of music and self-expression. Oh, high School Musical? Uh, no, not that one. It's the... A lemonade, lemonade Mouth! Yes! No, it's not Lemonade Mouth. It's... Oh, Radio Rebel! No, all right, okay, just let me say it, okay? It's Camp Rock. There you go. Oh, yes, yeah. yes! High School Musical 2! No! Before starting to work on this video, I literally hadn't seen Camp Rock since I was 14. And I gotta say, there's a lot that I had forgotten about in this movie. A lot that I sort of let slide when I was 14 years old. I also didn't realize that a few TikTok sounds come from this movie. And let me just say, I know I've reviewed Disney Channel original movies from other people's childhoods that I've never seen and I was able to be pretty ruthless because I'd never seen these movies. I don't have any nostalgic connection to them. And for the first time, I feel your pain, dude. I have a lot of nostalgia with this movie. When I was 14 years old, I wanted to be the Jonas Brothers, mostly Nick, but I would have taken the others as well. And so sitting down to watch this movie, I had a rush of emotions come back to me. I felt like I was freaking 14 again, dude. But for the sake of this video, I'm, I'm not gonna be blinded by nostalgia, right? I'm gonna give this one a fair shake and I'm gonna be just as fair as I would be reviewing any other Disney Channel original movie, all right? So you don't have to worry about that. I'm not gonna let anything slide, all right? We're gonna make fun of this movie, all right? Joe Jonas's hair, weird, I'll say it. Nick's actually still pretty cool, but Joe and Kevin also, Fix the hair, man. Also, just to preface this, I know that Demi uses they, them pronouns now. Their character in the movie, however, is written with she, her pronouns, so I'm gonna be referring to Demi's character, Mitchie, with she, her pronouns. This movie does star Demi Lovato, and the movie starts off with their character, Mitchie, going through the most Disney Channel morning routine I've ever seen. She gets up, does a changing montage, debates wearing a drastically different hairstyle than she usually wears, but then ultimately decides on the hairstyle that she wears every day. She's like, no, you know, maybe I'll go with with bangs today, because I have bangs. They're literally carved into my hair, so I think I'll go with those. She performs a concert in her bedroom. She reads the lyrics to the song she's written. Now she's back at the mirror debating wearing a drastically different type of sunglasses that she usually wears. But after being horrified and then delighted by the same pair of sunglasses, she decides, you know what? I think I'm fine just the way I am. Hey, wait a minute. That sounds kind of like foreshadowing. <laughs> but I'm probably just being stupid. Is that a stunt hand? Did they, I swear to God, they cut in somebody else's hand for that part, what the hell? They're like, and she's playing the piano, she's rocking out, she's 40 years old, and she's trying on sunglasses. Throughout this entire montage, you may be wondering why Mitchie is so excited. After all, she is constantly smiling with the widest smile you've ever seen during this entire montage. Well, first off, there doesn't need to be a reason for her smiling, because she literally smiles like that at random times throughout the entire movie. But Mitchie's been dropping hints to her parents that she wants to go to a camp, called Camp Rock. You may have heard of it. And even though at first, Mitchie's parents aren't having it, they're like, we're too busy with work, we can't. I know you wanna to go to this camp. And I'm sorry, but we just can't swing it right now. Eventually, Mitchie's mom's catering company gets hired to do all of the food for Camp Rock. So now, all of a sudden, She's going to Camp Rock! That's how they say it in the movie. You're going to Camp Rock! She said you're going to Camp Rock! We also get introduced to Mitchie's best friend at the beginning of the movie. She's in one scene, and she has a couple lines, and then we never see her again. I kind of feel bad. Like, you know for a fact that Mitchie goes to this camp, and she, like, meets the Jonas Brothers and becomes famous, and literally never speaks to this girl again. Also, imagine getting this role as, like, an actor. They tell you, like, you got the part. You're, you're the main character's best friend. And you're like, oh, shit. That's 
awesome. I'm gonna be in like the entire movie then. And then you finish like the first scene you're in and they're like, all right, well, see you, nice working with you. So Mitchie heads to Camp Rock and we are immediately introduced to the most annoying kids of all time. You know how there's that like stigma about band kids in high school being annoying and then there's another stigma about like theater kids being annoying? I think Camp Rock kids are like both of them combined. Like the very first scene we see of Camp Rock, a kid does a backflip off the bus. I think that kid might be at the wrong camp. Hey, what's up, man? What instrument do you play? I play the fucking air. I play gravity. What? <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. There's also a drummer kid who's constantly banging on shit. Like every scene he's in, he's got his drumsticks and he's just going around just whacking things. Get it? Cause he's a drummer. You're a drummer, dude. I feel like drummers in movies are always portrayed this way. Like they just can't stop everything. They gotta make everything a drum. The bus, it's a drum. Kids suitcases, it's a drum. My uncle at his funeral, he was a drum. The movies are always doing that to drummers, but I, I've never seen them do that to like any other instrument. Hey, what's up? I'm Brendan. I play the guitar. I play trumpet. I play the fucking bus. <laughs> Mitchie immediately makes friends with this girl, Caitlin, who is a music producer. And it's pretty impressive because she's actually really good at producing music. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Camper today, top selling music producer tomorrow. Check me out. Cool. <laughs> cool. It's like the shortest clip of a song ever. Yeah, that's as far as I've gotten on it so far, but I think in a few years I could have enough for a whole song. Nah, man, I like it the way it is. It's nice and short. I like music like that. So the Jonas Brothers are in this movie, mostly Joe Jonas. Joe plays Shane, who is a diva pop star and a member of the band Connect Three with the other Jonas Brothers. And he has recently hit rock bottom, as pop stars do. Shane Gray may have gone too far this time when he stormed off the set of the new Connect Three video Word is, the other members of Connect 3 are fed up. I do like that the most rock bottom a pop star can get in the Disney universe is like he got upset and stormed off set. Like he just got in an argument with his brothers and was like, hey guys, I need to go cool off in my trailer. And everyone in the Disney universe is like, oh my God, he's insane. He's lost his mind. It would have been funny if they made Shane's rock bottom realistic. Like rock star Shane Gray has been implicated in yet another hit and run. This is his third after getting completely wasted at a TGI Fridays and pissing all over the waitstaff. His court hearing was today and they sentenced him to three weeks at Camp Rock. You're going to Camp Rock. Yeah, that's right. Because of this stunt, his brothers and the label have decided to send Shane to Camp Rock as a camp counselor. I guess he and his brothers used to go to this camp when they were younger before they blew up. So they're like, you need to go back there and reconnect with the music, man, and become who you used to be. I don't want to waste my summer at some camp. Hey man, we used to love this place. Three years ago, we were campers. Yeah man, this is where Connect Three connected. Of all the characters in this movie, they do Kevin Jonas's character the most dirty. Enjoy the fresh air, get a tan. Oh, and can you make me a birdhouse or something? They make him so dumb. Look man, right now, you're the bad boy to the press and the label has a problem with that, which means we have a problem with that. Actually, I don't really have a problem with that. We have a problem with that. His other two brothers hate him. They roll their eyes every time he says anything. Sometimes he doesn't even say anything that crazy. He's just like, oh, I actually don't have a problem with that as much as you guys do. And Nick's character is like, you fucking idiot. Say you have a problem with it. Say it now. And Kevin's just like, oh yeah, okay. I guess I do have a problem with it. I wonder what Kevin thought the first time he read the script for this movie. Hey boys, we just added some last minute adjustments to the scene we're about to do, so I got some new scripts for you. Oh, okay. Thanks, man. Yeah, can't wait to read them. All right, let's do a practice run, shall we? Yeah, sure. Okay, Shane, here we are at Camp Rock. 
See you in a couple weeks. Oh, I don't want to go. I'm a rock star. I want to do drugs and drive my car real fast. Come on, man. The label says this will be good for you. Build me birdhouse. Big boy want birdhouse. All right, fine. But don't expect me to stick around all summer. Kevin wants a birdhouse. Kevin is a big bird. Kevin live in birdhouse. I'm sorry. Are all my lines like this? I'm really digging these changes so far. I sound very cool. Great, yeah, we decided we wanted to make the characters a little more true to how you guys are in real life. That's awesome. What? Yeah, I really am like this. I really do like to drive fast. Perfect, yeah, we think we really nailed you guys, especially Kevin's sort of like baffled toddler vibe. I'm married. I'm 30 years old. Okay, well, remember, it is still a fictional script, you know? We did have to take some artistic liberties and embellish a little bit. How can the other two have made up names? They get to be Shane and Nate. They get to be two made up people, but in the script, I'm still Kevin. So Mitchie starts going to classes at Camp Rock, and let me just say right off the bat, when I was 14 years old, I wanted to go to this camp so fucking bad. Looking back on it, I don't know if the people who pay so much money to go to this camp get anything out of going to this camp. I think in the course of this movie, we see her go to class twice, and one of them, as you'll see in a little bit, is like the most useless class ever. They don't learn anything, it's clicky, it's classist. The main like antagonist in this movie is like a popular girl whose mom is a famous singer, and so Mitchie wants to get like in with the popular crowd, but like I don't think they learn shit in this camp. And yet, when it first came out, I would have killed my aunt to go to this camp. Mitchie is also really shy, and she doesn't like ever want to sing in front of anyone, which is kind of funny, because she was like begging to go to Camp Rock. She was like, come on, I want to sing. I want the world to hear my voice and my lyrics. And then she gets to Camp Rock, and she's like, I never fucking said that. I don't want to sing. What are you talking about? But one night while she's cleaning up the dining hall, she gets a moment to herself to sing a song that I guess she wrote. And whilst being chased by a pack of rabid fans, Shane stops next to a window and overhears her. <laughs> Also, I like that they turn the corner and Shane is just gone. I mean, he's like in the bush right behind them, but in their eyes, like they don't think to look in the bush and he's just vanished. What do these girls think about Shane after this happened? Do they just go the rest of camp thinking that Shane is a witch? They're like, I really thought that guy was like really hot and and cool, but no, there is some dark magic at play here. There is some sorcery about. I'm gonna stay away from that guy. I don't know if it's just the nostalgia talking, but that song fucking slaps. And of course, Shane falls in love with Mitchie a straight away. He hears like 12 seconds of this song through a window and he is smitten. He's like, I need to find whatever Christian rock singer I just heard singing that Christian rock song. Hello? Hello? Who's in here? Really good detective work there, Shane. That was the most beautiful song I ever heard. I, I have to find who made that. Who's there? Who's in here? No one. So now Shane is kind of on this quest to find Mitchie because he doesn't know whose voice that was. He just knows that it was like the most beautiful song he's ever heard and he's gotta find that girl. But for Mitchie, however, it's pretty much time for her toxic era. Hey, Caitlin, your folks still wowing them on the cruise ship? <laughs> Actually, they work in... Hi, I'm Mitchie. She just cuts off her friend immediately because she's like, wow, a popular girl. A rich, popular girl. Shut the fuck up. Your one second song sucked ass. I was just pretending earlier. Hello, I love you. I'm Mitchie Torres. Hey, is your dad Nikki Torres the composer? My dad staged one of his shows. No. So what does he do? He owns a hardware store. 
But my mom. Yeah? What? Uh, the president of Hot Tunes TV in China. Yeah, she's friends with that producer girl for like an hour and then just completely jump ship and is like, mm, actually, I think I'm gonna be a liar and I'm gonna be popular now. Mitchie is not loyal. We honestly don't really have much of a reason to be rooting for her at the beginning of this movie. Can you believe not one of the cookbooks has a recipe for chili for 300? The mom doesn't know how to make chili and it's what she's gonna be serving on the first night of camp. Yeah, I'm starting to think her mom might not be qualified for this job, dude. She's been there one day and she's already out of recipes. I gotta get back to these cookbooks because I got a rep to protect. So basically, Mitchie is a pathological liar for the vast majority of this movie. She girl bosses, she gatekeeps, unfortunately she gaslights. She's just lying to everyone constantly. Mitchie? You're dreaming. You're a rock princess. Okay. Uh, who's there? No, no one. You're, um, not me. You're dreaming. And you're crazy. Uh, okay. And my dad is Elvis. This is a weird dream. Since Shane is a diva, he does not want to be at Camp Rock at all. What? Oh. But part of his responsibilities as a counselor at Camp Rock is that he has to teach the most absurd hip hop dancing class in the world, which he is somehow qualified to do, I guess. Grab a mic and a hat. Follow me if you can. Hurry. So mean. Hurry. When he said grab a hat and follow me if you can, I didn't register that it was a dance class and I thought he was just gonna start running. Grab a hat, follow me if you can. And he just like sprints out the door. He's running through the woods, like weaving in and out of trees. This is hip hop, baby. Right away, it's pretty clear why he's in charge. His dance moves are very cool and his teaching style is normal. I like that little move. You just hit this and then a little Now that's hip hop. Also, I love that the hat is for some reason such an integral part of a hip hop dance. I've been saying this for years, no hip hop dance routine is complete without a little bit of hat play, without a few little hat tricks. It's not hip hop, baby. Later on, Shane finds some time to himself and starts to reconnect with his love of music. And he also starts to connect with Mitchie. <laughs> Can a guy get some peace? He is so mean. He just plays like the most peaceful thing on guitar I've ever heard and hears one sound and is like, can you shut the fuck up? Can you shut the hell up, please? I'm trying to write the most peaceful song known to man. I'm trying to be calm over here. And I can't do that when I'm yelling at you, can I? Was that you playing? It sounded kind of different. Yeah, well, you only heard three chords, so it's not really much to go off of. And he wasn't even singing. Then my usual stupid cookie cutter pop star stuff. I liked it. I mean, it was good for stupid cookie cutter pop star stuff. Wow, you really know how to make a guy feel better. I thought you loved your sound. You created it here. You're like a camp rock legend. Some legend. I only played the music that the label thinks will sell. You don't think that song would sell? I don't know. Well, you'll never know if you don't try. And by the way, 
I know of one girl that would buy that song. You'd buy that song? It was three chords. Mitchie is very easily impressed. First that like tiny little snippet that Caitlyn made and now this. Maybe she just really likes extremely short songs. When I was a kid, we couldn't afford much. So instead of listening to music on my iPod, I could only listen to the 30 second previews on iTunes. And now that's just kind of how I like my music. Also, how bad is Shane's normal music that Mitchie hears like three vague guitar chords through the woods and is like, this is the best shit you've ever done. You have to release this. Later they meet again by the pier and he plays her a full song. Been feeling lost, can't find the words to say. I don't even remember this song and it slaps. Okay, wait, no, I remember this part. You're the voice I hear inside my head. Holy shit, he's singing his own background vocals. That's insane. He is a witch. You're the missing piece. I need the song inside of me. Wow. I was half expecting her to be like, mm, can you make it a little shorter and with less instruments, please? I think that'd be really cool. I heard this girl singing and it kind of reminded me of the music that I liked. So I started playing around with some chords and I know it's not finished, but- No. You know. No, I swear to God, it sounded finished to me. And trust me, I know about these types of things. No, it's good. It's really good. And I don't lie. Oh, fuck off, dude. She knows she's a liar. And I don't lie. I'm really honest. It's a trade I picked up overseas. I, I did a 10-year tour in Iraq. How old are you? Uh... You're dreaming? What? And my dad is Elvis. No, he's not. Things are going pretty good for Mitchie, but unfortunately, that's about to end. Because while everybody at the camp thinks that her mom is some like high up executive at Hot Tunes TV in China, Caitlyn, who Mitchie utterly betrayed earlier for the popular girls, is about to find out her little secret. Hey, Miss Torres. Hi, Caitlyn. Thanks for coming in early. Taco night takes the entire kitchen staff and our six hands. Six? Yeah, my daughter. They're both working in the kitchen at the same time. Mitchie comes out. She tries to hide her face with a bag of chips. She runs, she ends up slipping. She gets all soaking wet. Her clothes are soaked, her bones are squishy. She's humiliated. Mitchie? Wait a minute. You're the cook's daughter. Oh! Dude, Caitlin goes in hard on Mitchie. I don't know why she has such a personal stake in this. They were friends for like 15 minutes days ago. But Caitlin says some of the meanest shit I've ever heard. How long did you think you could keep your little secret? Why do you care? Oh, I don't. But when I tell everybody, I want the whole backstory. Oh, shit. Ice cold, dude. This is rich. But apparently you're not. Jesus, dude. Apparently you're not rich, you poor fuck. That's right, you thought only the popular girl cared about that type of thing? No, I care too. I'm also classist, you peasant. What happened to you? got drowned in her lies. I just don't understand why she is being so brutal here. It's not that big of a betrayal, honestly. You guys were not good friends. And she's like, you drowned in your lies like you fucking deserve. It's like, whoa, dude, calm down. Go make a beat. I mean like one single beat on your computer. I assume that'll take you a while. Go do that. Good. From the TikTok sound. Hell yeah. I love how everyone is so into this song. It's like the weirdest song anyone's ever heard and everyone's kind of like, oh, what the fuck, dude? This is good. Kind of fits with the theme of the whole movie though, where people just hear like snippets of really strange sounding songs and are like, this is my shit right here. Kind of not sure that Mitchie even knows what music is at this point. Hey, Mitchie. You're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mitchie. Tell us about your mom again. She's not the president of Hot Tunes TV China. 
Uh-oh, guys, the whole camp is finding out that Mitchie is not who she said she was. And everybody is pissed off. Shane. You were lying all summer. Yes, but I- You know, I'm so used to people pretending around me. Not exactly sure why everybody is so personally offended. Like, everybody in the background is just like staring at her like this. Like, she personally lied to all of them. I'm pretty sure the only people she told were Tess and Caitlin, so I'm not sure why everybody is so upset. Dude, even Mitchie's mom is pissed off. She's like, what do you mean I'm not the president of Hot Tunes TV China? You lied to me. You lied to all of us. I'm going back to the kitchen where I thought I made music, but I guess I just- What? Cook chili? I don't know how to fucking do that. Anyways, after all that drama, now it's time for the final jam at camp. Everybody gets to do like individual performances, show what they've been working on all week. If I had to guess what people are gonna be performing, it's gonna be like three second long snippets of really interesting sounding music. So I don't know if you've noticed throughout the movie, Tess, the popular girl, has had like two goons around her the whole time. That's like her posse. Well, eventually they get pissed off at her and also leave her. And then there's like, at the end, of the movie, one of the girls who breaks off from the group has like an emotional performance at Final Jam. And it's very emotional, but also like, we don't really know this character. Like she doesn't have a very important role in the movie and she kind of only has like a couple lines throughout. They show like flashbacks of all the scenes she's in, but since she's not in that many scenes, there's like two flashbacks. And so I'm kind of like, oh yeah, this is her moment, dude. I uh, honestly don't know her that well. I don't really know what she's been dealing with, but I'm happy for her, dude. She looks happy. And just when everybody thinks Final Jam is over and the judges are about to tally up and decide who wins the big talent show thing. Mitchie comes out on stage and performs the song that she's been writing since the very beginning that Shane has been looking for this whole time. And honestly, as corny as this song is, as much as it sounds like a Christian rock song, I'm sorry, but it slaps. All right, I legitimately want to rock the fuck out to this song. It's time to let you know. It's to you know. Come on, dude. Dude. Shane hears her from across the auditorium and he joins in. This shot right here, the slow-mo shot of Shane turning around. Oh my God, dude. Goosebumps. The slow-mo Joe bro. Come on, dude. Anyway, yeah, that's probably just the nostalgia in me talking, but it's a good song. You can't get much better than that in a Disney Channel original movie. So you can probably guess who wins the final jam after that. Margaret Dupree! That's right, it's Margaret, the girl who was part of Tessa's posse. After Margaret wins, I'm kind of like, wait, am I dumb as hell? Was she the main character of this movie? A am I stupid? Does was this whole movie about her? And anyway, pretty much everybody learns their lesson and that's the end of the movie. It's a fun time, honestly. It's a weird ass movie for sure. And most of it doesn't make much sense, but you know what? It'll always hold a special place in my heart. I do feel for Kevin though. They did him so dirty. Every time he interacts with anyone in the movie, it is just like insanely weird and awkward. You were right. I know. Oh, that's right. What did I do? Not you. Watching this movie back, I couldn't help but be reminded of the weird interaction I've had with Kevin Jonas. 
Wait, have I ever told you guys about that? Yeah! This is for anyone that said I wouldn't be nothing. Said I wouldn't make it. Get ready to eat your words. Cause I got news for you haters. I ghosted Kevin Jonas. Not responding to his text. I'm too busy getting checks. You're impressed. Cause I ghosted Kevin Jonas. This is true. I'm not even trying to flex. But he's probably so perplexed. Yeah, he's stressed. Cause I ghosted Kevin Jonas. The year was 2015, all I'm fine, I'm doing my thing Get a DM, who could that be? It's Kevin Jonas! Ask me, can I help out with something? He sends me his phone number, dude, I'm jumping, I'm excited He says I started signing musicians with me a while back I've got a client working on a music vid for a track I'm trying to get a couple finders to help, it would be bomb If you could just record a clip of you lip-syncing the song And I didn't respond, yeah, school got in the way I completely forgot, realized a few weeks later I ghosted Kevin Jonas I'm not even trying to flex But he's probably so perplexed Yeah, he's stressed Cause I ghosted Kevin Jonas They said I'd never be someone Look at me now Ghosting Kevin Jonas Making mama proud Even now it's probably still haunting him Wondering when I'm gonna respond to him I'm not surprised When I see him on TV I still see pain in his eyes Kevin, if you're out there I'm sorry for being a dick And this might not make you feel better But I wish it was there I ghosted Kevin Jonas Not responding to his text I'm too busy getting checks You're impressed Cause I ghosted Kevin Jonas I'm not even trying to flex But he's probably so perplexed Yeah, he's stressed Cause I ghosted Kevin Jonas 800 new texts from Kevin Jonas Hey but it's been 7 years I'm starting to think you don't like me haha ha. Just kidding but seriously what the hell You can tell me to fuck off I won't care You son of a bitch I trusted you I ghosted Kevin Jonas That's the time that I had an interaction with Kevin Jonas It was pretty cool Anyways now it's time to talk about our sponsor Hey guys I'm gonna talk to you about today's sponsor Current while doing a hip hop dance routine Inspired by the dance king himself Joe Jonas So let's get started Hit the music Oh no. Oh no, I forgot my hat! Where's my hat? All right, cool, hit the music. Thank you to Current, not only for coming in clutch and helping me buy this hat, but also for making this video possible and helping me to give away $3,000 to my fans today. Guys, Current is the future of mobile banking with the Current debit card, which you saw me purchase this hat with. It's all on your phone on the Current mobile app. Current is all about making your finances simpler. You can set up direct deposit and get your paycheck up to two days faster and earn up to 4% APY on your savings. How neat is that? And my absolute favorite part about doing current sponsorships is they're always trying to give back to you guys. And today is no different. We are going to be giving away $3,000. All you have to do is sign up to current using my code Greg and six people will be chosen to win money. So just click the link in the description, use my code Greg and sign up for current and six people will win money. Thanks again to current for sponsoring this video and thank you to you guys for checking out current. All right, thank you guys for watching this video. I'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, bye bye